When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I've been doing double duty this week, hosting this number one rated New York City uh, morning show. And then I've been sitting in with John Katz and Matidis, Katz at night, and a couple of days ago, after LaSalle was uh, voted down by the New York legislature, we had Melissa DeRosa on the show. Now, I've wanted Melissa on this show for a long time. I mean, I hate Andrew Cuomo, I do, but I've always liked Melissa. And, of course, she was uh, his uh, secretary. And she was so good on the cat show a couple nights ago that I said to Rich, I said, could you get me, Melissa? We're number one mornings in New York. Here she is making her debut on Sid and Friends in the Morning. Melissa DeRosa. Melissa, good morning. Welcome back to WABC. Good morning. So great to be here. Great to have you. So uh, the reason why I thought you were so good the other day is because I spoke to Governor David Patterson, Governor Pataki, and others. Everybody is making excuses for Kathy Hochul and blaming the legislators, and all these other folks. You're like the only one who said, well, wait a second. It still falls in her lap. And I agree with you. LaSalle not getting through. You can't say that Kathy Hochul is not to blame in some respect, right? Oh, I mean, the, the all of the blame lies with Kathy Hochul. This was the showdown at the OK Corral, and she blew it. She showed up with a squirt gun, and the legislature showed up with a bazooka. I mean, and... and and by the way, the reporters are getting this wrong, and the editor, the, some of these pieces I'm seeing, these analysis pieces, are getting it wrong. They're trying to say it's the far left that sort of tanked this, and it was Hochul holding the center against the far left. That's not what happened. There was a decision that LaSalle was involved in, which in my opinion, he was merely upholding the law, but that doesn't change the fact that it upset labor. The unions were really upset. And so because of that decision, as soon as LaSalle was chosen, the AFL-CIO and all these other major unions in New York came out publicly opposed. And once that happened, labor is the backbone of the Democratic Party. Once that happened, all of the moderates were then in play because the far left can't control the Senate. They don't have enough numeric seats. But once labor got involved, you lost the middle. And in my opinion, Kathy Hochul blew it because those labor guys, number one, she wasn't able to hold the line with and get them to, to back off. And number two, I think it shows a fundamental lack of respect from them to her and sort of a lack of like, you know, we're not afraid of you and we don't respect you. And you're the governor of the state of New York. You put out your court of appeals nominee and we feel totally free to go out and publicly say absolutely not. And so there's, I think, a sort of larger problem for Hochul that we as New Yorkers should all sort of be aware of going into the legislative session where she's just incredibly weak. And I think you're going to see a big power flip like we've never seen, certainly not under Andrew Cuomo, love him or hate him. I think everyone can agree he was yes, charged. Yes, yes. And, you know, same thing under Pataki. But it, this legislature, it's going to be a runaway train. And, and, and by I don't the way, think and, and by the way can to, handle it. to your point, Melissa, what happened just now with Hochul, as critical as I am about Andrew, never would have happened with him. Never. No, it absolutely would not have happened. I mean, they blew the politics. They blew the substance. It took them three weeks to start making arguments as to why the positions they were saying he took, he didn't take to put together press conferences. It was just 
it was totally botched. And then it was on the heels of, you know, the pay raise. She gave the legislature the largest pay raise in history. And this was how they turned around and thanked her. So, you know, (laughs) going into this year, you know, I think everyone should start feeling like if they need something, they've got to go to their friends in the legislature because the governor appears to be a little bit of a bit player these days. Yeah. Why you give that pay raise before passing any of your agenda is mind boggling to me. So is LaSalle dead in the water or does the governor have any recourse uh, with any lawsuits to get this to the full Senate floor? Does she even have the votes if she can get this to the full Senate floor? What's your estimation on that, Melissa? Well, you asked the better question second. I think that she can absolutely bring a lawsuit, and she's out there saying you know, that she was going to. And again, I think, tactically speaking, you're the governor of the state of New York. If you threaten you're going to bring a lawsuit, you better bring that lawsuit, or you really are weak. Um, but then the, to answer your second question, I think at this point, if she gets it to the floor, the Democratic members now, because they feel like they're in this standoff with her, whether or not they like LaSalle, they're going to lock arms and vote as a block and go down. And then you're going to be the governor that had your court of appeals nominee lose on the floor 42 to 22 with the only votes you've got being the Senate Republicans and maybe, you know, Luis Sepulveda. So it's like, pick your poison. Like, how do you want to die? Because it's over. <laughs> so you sort of just have to decide how you want to get there. That's great, Melissa DeRosa. So I guess the bigger question is LaSalle for his detractors, right? They go, nah, he's a little too conservative, Melissa. Too conservative. And then you go, but wait a second, wait a second. Uh, Cuomo does this. He still gets through. It's more about Kathy Hochul's weakness. So which one is, I know you're, you're, you're critical of Kathy, so am I. You're on record doing that just five minutes ago. Is there anything to LaSalle is a bit too conservative, or is this more of, we're not letting her get her thing done. She ain't getting it through. You know, it's, it's, it's kind of neither. I would say that's a third option, which is this wasn't about whether or not he is conservative. He made a couple of decisions that politically went crosswise of labor and of some of the choice groups. But when you actually take the time to read the decisions, he was merely upholding the law, which is what we expect the judiciary to do. But so what the Senate is essentially saying is our interest groups that support us don't like him because for personal reasons, they disagree with the law and they don't want him and we are going to carry their water. So, you know, he's not conservative. Objectively, he's not conservative. And if anyone watched the hearing, you know, he came out and said, I am fully pro-choice. I absolutely believe in unions' right to organize. But as a judge, you have to put your personal opinions on hold, and you have to uphold the law as the law is written. And so now we're getting into a little bit of a dangerous territory here where, you know, Republicans have been criticized for years over politicizing the Supreme Court and choosing justices that, you know, undid decades worth of precedent on Roe v. Wade. And now it feels like Democrats who have sort of decried that tactic have decided, you know what, we're going to do the same thing on our side. And so I don't think that this was about LaSalle himself being conservative. I think that the Democrats are taking a new approach to how they're dealing with the bench. I think it's going to politicize the bench in a way that's bad for New York, because, you know, for all of us, you now live in a state where you have two chambers of the legislature that are held by super majorities of Democrats. So you're going to have a lot of far left bills that get passed that maybe aren't constitutional. And with a governor like this, she'll sign them regardless of the law. So a lot of this stuff is going to get challenged and ultimately go to the Court of Appeals. And that's the only place where New Yorkers can, you know, 
hope that the line is going to be held on some of this stuff. And if you have a weak bench or if you have someone who's willing to take their ideology over law, this ends in a very bad place. So with Hochul getting completely run over with the LaSalle nomination by the far left Democrats, and you've got the budget process here coming up, as we know, and the most important time in Albany. What's this? What do you estimate this budget to look like? I mean, last year was over two hundred and twenty billion dollars, uh, over two times the state of Florida's budget. I mean, are we looking at a two hundred and fifty billion dollar budget in the state of New York? What, what do you think? You know, I think that economically times are a lot tougher this year. I think that they've sort of pissed away all the federal money we got from COVID. And so I think that and and in combination with some outward migration trends that we still haven't seen reversed since COVID, I think they're going to have to be more responsible this time around. Um, And so I think the budget will look different. I think what's interesting is but, but some people the, say, sorry to interrupt oh, you, Melissa. Who's the no, adult ahead. in the room? Who, who's saying that we need to be more responsible? Right? I don't. I don't see the adult in the room that has the leverage to actually say we need to do this. So that's 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 the question I have. Who's who's actually enforcing and saying let's actually be responsible with our budget? Well, the the pro, I, I I largely agree with you, but you can't spend money you don't have. So right. unless you're going to raise taxes or raise revenues in other ways. You're sort of confined to whatever's in the bank. And I and, you know, she did say she's not going to raise taxes and the legislature doesn't seem at this point, at least, to be questioning that. So, you know, we'll see. Right. You know, you wonder on the way out that everybody in this town is saying if she doesn't sue, if she doesn't fight back, then it looks worse than it already is, Melissa. But is this more about Kathy Hochul looking good or about getting this right on the Supreme Court? Is she not better off at this point taking the loss nominating somebody else and getting this thing done. I mean, what is more important, how she looks or the court? Well, and and that that is a larger issue here. You know, she hasn't yet proven that she can walk and chew gum. She's got a budget coming down the pike. It's like, do you want this ongoing distraction? You need to put someone on that bench that's going to do the job. So you do just sort of like cut your losses, put someone up you know that can get done and turn back to the job at hand, or do you drag this out? Again, though, I would say her problem is if you're the governor of the state of New York and you threaten to do something, you better follow through or else you're a joke. So, as I said before, this is back to the pick your poison. It's no good choice. It's just choose how you go down. Mm. Aren't you happy now you voted for Lee Zeldin, Melissa? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I can't go with the anti-choicer. I'm kidding. Hey, uh, you were great on Cats at Night. You're great here. And I want you to keep coming back. You are such a terrific, terrific voice. Thank you so much. Thanks so much for having me. I look forward to it. Thank you, Melissa. Melissa DeRosa right there. And I think she's the best one when it comes to discussing this. Everybody else is making excuses for Hochul. Patterson, who I love dearly. Pataki, who I love dearly. Judge Weinberg, who did I Pataki love dearly. Make, I yes. Make. What did you say? I he said she, she, she did what she had to do. What do you want from her? She, she nominated the person. He likes LaSalle. She lost all her leverage when she gave him 30 grand raises in I know. December. I that's know. it. Lost all well, of that's her leverage. A, but, yes, but but that's a different story. She could have done but that and still picked the right guy. I know that. Yeah. I know that. Yes. So their contention is she picked the right guy. Mm-hmm. He's a good man. Right. What do you want from her? Yeah. She did what she had to do. But at the end of the day, if she doesn't get it done, it's no different than the coach of a football team. Yeah. Right? If the team goes out there and fumbles, the coach didn't fumble. Right. They throw an interception that wasn't the coach, but the coach gets fired. Yeah. Because they didn't win. Right. Kathy Hochul didn't win. Yeah. Bottom line. Yep. She sucks. And New Yorkers are losing because of it. She sucks. Yeah. <laughs> and she doesn't suck a little. She sucks a lot. 
Well, I can't uh, say anything to that in terms of whether <laughs> I know that or not. You almost ran against her. I agree. You I came agree. in second place, almost <laughs> ran against her. No, she's awful. No, she, God. Look, this is just, uh, I think it just shows she's completely inept. There's a reason why Andrew Cuomo chose her to be your lieutenant gov- his lieutenant governor. Yeah. Because she was not threatening at all. Of because she couldn't actually get anything done legislatively. It's, it's like when Bill O'Reilly goes on vacation and picks Mike Slater. <laughs> He's got nothing to worry about. <laughs> 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 That's if you've had an accident, trust Gabo Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients and will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read all of their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avo, and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today at 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email at Info at GoboLaw.com. Gobble Law, where winning is no accident.